Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Friday, April 16th, and today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS store and find one of our Locked On rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports, and it is a great day to be a Bruins fan. Our team is coming off a big win over the New York Islanders on Thursday, a team they're hosting once again tonight as they look to make a move in the East Division and uh, climb up the standings and maybe even try to get home ice advantage in the first round. Before we get into all that, let me remind you the podcast is widely available, so please do hit that subscribe button on whatever app you use. Uh, Each new episode will be automatically added to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy. If you could also rate and review, that would be so very much appreciated, especially if you are an Apple user. If you are on Twitter, you can find the podcast at LO Boston Bruins. On Instagram, we're at Locked On Bruins. And you can find me on both platforms at Ian C. McLaren. That's I-A-N-C-M-C-L-A-R-E-N. It's been a great week here on the podcast in the wake of the NHL trade deadline. I really do appreciate the support and the bump in downloads and listens this week. And hopefully there's only good things to come for our Boston Bruins, who again were victorious on Thursday, beating the Islanders 4-1. A couple big things to note in this one. First of all, Tugarask recording his 300th career regular season win in the 4-1 victory. He had played only one period over the last five weeks due to an upper body injury, but he looked pretty good in his return, making 22 saves and uh, showing the team that he is indeed the number one option in net. Rask said, One of the toughest things is not taking anything for granted and being grateful to be out there every game. Seasons are very hectic. You play a lot of games, and sometimes you forget that. But when you're sitting at home and you're injured and rehabbing, it gets tough. It was definitely nice to be back out there with the team. Of course, if you remember, Rask was injured. He came back, played one period, re-aggravated the injury, and then he said it was very tough to wait to get back out there. Took a lot of patience because he wanted to get back out there as quickly as possible, but nothing was really getting better, so you have to stay patient and wait it out. Luckily, that extra time helped, and he was back out there on Thursday looking pretty good. Uh, Didn't feel any ill effects from the injury. Uh, He expects to be a bit sore today, but he will get the night off because it's a back-to-back and Jeremy Swayman will get the start for the Bruins here on Friday night. Yaroslav Halak remains on the COVID list. He's been there for 11 days and Dan Vladar has been sent back to Providence in the meantime. He said Rask uh, felt no pain, nothing whatsoever, so that was mission accomplished there. If you sit out, you're not going to simulate game-like situations, especially with the schedule they have. He had two, three practices, and everything else was with the extra guys and the goaltending coach. So conditioning-wise, 
how he saw the puck. It wasn't ideal, but the team got the win. Uh, they all played a great game, helped him out a lot, and it's something definitely to build from. He said he's been fortunate to play for a really good team throughout his career. That certainly helps in terms of getting to that 300-win plateau. He's now just one victory shy of tying Mike Richter for the 35th spot on the league's all-time wins list. Uh, had some great defenses throughout the years. Just happy to be part of the team, he said. Super grateful that he's been able to play so many years. It's a great milestone. One of those that once you're done playing hockey, years later, you start thinking about your career and what you accomplished and it's going to be a nice memory this game against the Islanders. Like I said, Bruce Cassidy did confirm that Jeremy Swayman will get the start on Friday night in the second end of the back-to-back against the Islanders, but Bruce Cassidy did think he looked, uh, Rask looked very solid in his return. Hopefully he wakes up today with just a little bit of soreness from not playing, not injury-specific, acute pain in a certain area, but just, you know, the general soreness that comes from playing professional hockey. That'll be the next test for him. But Cassidy said he looked real sharp tracking pucks, playing the puck, staying involved in the game. Didn't give him a heavy workload. The defense really helped him out. Uh, But he was there when the team needed him, and good for him. And, you know, with all the changes the Bruins have made over the last couple weeks, what is key for this team is the health of Tuka Rask. He is the best goalie in franchise history. And he, uh, well, the winningest goalie, at least. You could argue that Tim Thomas has the edge over Tuka Rask. But nevertheless, moving forward for this team to be successful in the playoffs and down the stretch, they really need a healthy Tuka Rask in net. So good on him for uh, coming back playing strong, and giving the team a chance to beat the New York Islanders, which they certainly did in fine fashion. The Bruins had posted a record of 0-3-2 against the Islanders through the first five meetings of the season, and the Bruins were finally able to break through on Thursday night. The difference was a very strong third period. In the previous five matchups, four of them were tied heading into the third, and the Isles had outscored the Bruins 10-1 to in those periods. On Thursday night, it was the Bruins who controlled the final frame, outscoring the Islanders 2-0 while outshooting them 10-5. We'll talk about one of those goals here more in a moment. But overall, Bruce Cassidy said the team started on time for the most part against this team. They've been good early, but it's been in the third periods that they have just caved. Nice to see the Bruins be ready to play a good solid game. Uh, Bruce Cassidy said he didn't think they let their foot off the gas, able to extend the lead, liked the team's game all around, really had no passengers. That's always what you're looking for. Everyone helping the team and that happened on this night. Uh, Craig Smith kept rolling along with a power play goal late in the first period to give the Bruins a 2-0 lead, which was eventually the game-winning goal. He now has three goals in three consecutive games and points in six straight contests, 16 points in his last 14 games. Uh, Brad Marchand scored two goals a deflection off his back to open the scoring, just 149 into the game. Nice to see the Bruins get a bit of puck luck on their side. He also had the empty netter to seal it, and he now has 21 on the season, giving him 10 
career 20 goal seasons, including eight straight. Mike Riley also picked up an assist on Marchand's first goal with his point shot deflecting off both Bergeron and Marchand in front. Three shots in 23 minutes and 12 seconds. Uh, second only to Charlie McAvoy's 23-41. He's been very impressive in his two games with the Bruins. And uh, Cassidy said he provides stuff they've been laughing, lacking all year uh, on a consistent basis. Matt Grizzly gives us that when he's healthy. Some similarities in their game. Puck moving. Get it up in a hurry. It's on and off their stick. They may beat one guy and then it's gone. Um, but, of course, Grizzlick has been oft-injured. Uh, Mike Riley's short sample size here, but Cassidy said, boy, is he a nice find for us. Not only because of our predicament back there where they've had some guys hurt, but just in general, he's a nice add. And, of course, uh, Taylor Hall also scored And this one. We'll get more on Taylor Hall here in a moment. But first, a bit about 1010. An exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings, sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring. Ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, birthday, or simply a beautiful conversation piece. They're the perfect way to bring light into her life. They're available now through Mother's Day only on BlueNile.com. Just search the words 1010. This collection features high-quality, fine jewelry that will surprise and delight, and fairly priced, so you can give her something special and truly meaningful. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10x10 only at BlueNile.com. On the Locked On Today podcast, you can get the latest from around the world of sports from our host, Peter Bukowski. Just search up Locked On Today on your favorite podcast app, hit that subscribe button, and get all the latest from the world of sports and our team of local experts. Back during his introductory press conference earlier this week, Taylor Hall admitted he wasn't the most confident hockey player in the world. And that appears to be changing quickly as Hall looked far more comfortable in his second game in the spoke to be, this time wearing the reverse retros with our favorite bear on the shoulder. The winger landed three shots on goal, including his first goal as a Bruin to give the team a 3-1 lead early in the third period. He took a feed from David Pasternak, burst through the neutral zone, got an edge on the defense, Barreled in on goalie Semyon Varlamov and ripped it five-hole. He said, you always want to contribute. As an offensive guy, you come into every game hoping to score a goal. Hall played again with David Krejci and Craig Smith, proving to be a pretty effective trio so far. Hall said, you want to make plays, you want to create chances. And I thought tonight our line did that, and it was nice to see one go in. We have such a heavy schedule now. You've got to kind of drop games after they're done and focused on the next one, which is uh, kind of a trademark of this Bruins team. And Hall said he's already noticing the strong culture that has been built up over the last decade. Hall, of course, was the first pick in the 2010 draft, and that uh, selection process occurred shortly after the Bruins had coughed up that 3-0 series lead to the Philadelphia Flyers. 
and heading into a season in which the Bruins would win the Stanley Cup with number two overall pick Tyler Sagan contributing in the playoffs and getting his name etched on the Stanley Cup. Uh, Hall obviously has been aware of the Bruins' success over the past decade, and he said he is noticing the strong culture that has contributed to that success over uh, the last several years. He said it's been cool. There's something different about playing for an original six franchise like the Bruins. There's a culture here that is special. It's a credit to the guys that have been here for a while that have created that. Guys like myself, Curtis Lazar, Mike Riley come in and we're just a piece of the puzzle and that's the motto here. It's pretty easy to see no matter who's in the lineup, who's playing, who's getting a lot of minutes, who's not. It's up to everyone to do their job and contribute and it's been fun doing that so far. In two games now with the Bruins, Hall has the one goal. He has six shots and has, you know, like you said, been steadily gaining confidence over the two games. You can see it already. And I, for one, remain very excited to have Taylor Hall as a member of the Boston Bruins. Call me a fanboy, call me whatever. But this team is more fun to watch over the last couple games with Riley, with Lazar, with Taylor Hall, and now with Tuga Rask back, and hopefully Matt Grizzlick, Brandon Carlo coming back. Um, I don't want to say this team has the makings of something special. I don't want to say this team's going to go on a deep run, but they're certainly more fun to watch now than they were this time last week. And it was a pretty dominant performance over the New York Islanders. The Bruins had a 58.8% Corsi advantage, so shot attempt advantage at 5-on-5. In all situations, that rose to 64%. Uh, Most importantly, they had a 13-0 advantage when it comes to high-danger chances. If you've listened to the podcast uh, throughout the season, you'll know that the Bruins have always been a pretty good team in terms of possession, generating more shot attempts than the opposition, but it's those high-danger and, uh, you know, effective scoring chances that have eluded them. On this night, like I said, 9-0 high danger chance advantage, 5-on-5, 13-0 in all situations. And when it came to scoring chances, the Bruins had 32 scoring chances on their 33 shots, 5-on-5, 40 legit scoring chances on their 45 total shots, outshot the Islanders 45 23 so just about as good of a performance from this team as we've seen all season hopefully they can keep it going tonight against an islanders team they now trail by six points in the standings with two games in hand Uh, the bruins are also five points back of the penguins who lost in a shootout to the flyers uh, also with two games in hand they remain four points up on the rangers and six points up on the Flyers with two games in hand on both of those teams as well. So the Bruins uh, have some ground to make up in the schedule as a result of their COVID pause. But right now in a very good position, if you take it to uh, point percentage, they're still fourth in the division, but well ahead of the Rangers and the Flyers and uh, not too far back from the Penguins who could be uh, catchable. But right now, they look to be in line to play either the Capitals or the Islanders in the first round. And um, 
the way they're playing at the moment, I feel much more confident about the Bruins than I did, like I said, a week ago prior to making all of these moves. And we'll see tonight whether or not there are any lineup changes. Uh, we already know Swayman will be in net as opposed to Tukarask uh, just because of the back-to-back. But uh, we'll see if there's any changes on the back end. I wouldn't expect anything up front. Uh, although perhaps Trent Frederick could return to the lineup after missing some time with a non-COVID-related illness. But right now, the fourth line is playing very strong, so I don't know who would come out there. Uh, Lozon McAvoy, Riley Clifton. Uh, we could see some changes on the third pair if uh, Jacobs Borrell gets another night off or Jared Tenorti's put back in if Kevin Miller's healthy. He missed last night's game with a ailment that is not related to his knee. Uh, so we'll see what his status is here going into tonight's game against the Islanders. Keep it locked to at LO Boston Bruins for all the latest lineup news and notes. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. It comes in 18 amazing flavors. Some have nuts, some don't. Some are gluten-free, which is important to me as someone with a gluten allergy. And they're all covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. But they're also great for the health-conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in this delicious treat because they're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber. Right now, go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Be a waiver wire winner with daily fantasy hockey advice from Locked On expert Scott Cullen. He'll give you all the tips, insights, and analysis for season-long Dynasty and DFS leagues. Follow the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Let's finish with some news and notes from around the NHL. I'm sure you all noticed the Buffalo-Washington result on Thursday. The Sabres beat the Capitals 5-2 in Nicholas Backstrom's 1,000th career game. Anders Bjork had a goal and an assist for the Sabres, uh, which is great to see, and even better in the fact that it came in a win over the Capitals and kept Washington from extending their lead atop the East Division. Um, I said on Twitter last night, you know, Anders Bjork deserves an opportunity to shine with Buffalo. Good on him for doing so. At the same time, doesn't take anything away from the Taylor Hall trade. I would do that 100 times over. Uh, but good on Bjork for making the most of his opportunity in Buffalo so far. Some COVID news to pass along. The Canucks schedule game tonight against the Oilers was postponed because of player preparation concerns. The Canucks last played on March 24th and their schedule was postponed on March 31st by COVID-19. There's speculation Saturday's game could also be postponed. And this comes after JT Miller was pretty outspoken about the fact that many of the players just aren't ready to play at this point because of having serious bouts with the virus and not yet being up to speed physically. Uh, so good on the NHL for bumping those games. I'm still not convinced this team should be playing at all, but uh, hopefully player safety does in fact continue to come first. Tampa Bay Lightning have placed 
Uh, Steven Stamkos on long-term injured reserve with a lower body injury. Of course, Nikita Kucherov remains on long-term IR as well. And, uh, you know, Steven Stamkos has had some serious injury issues over the years. Of course, he uh, missed most of the playoffs last year and was able to come back and score a goal in the Stanley Cup final to help his team win. Um, He only played five shifts in game three and scored the goal in the 5-2 win. Uh, They won the best of seven series in six games. And, you know, they do have a very legit shot at winning once again this year. But if there's any concerns about Stamkos and Kucherov, uh, then that could seriously derail their chances as well in a very strong central division. And next week, uh, we haven't done it in a couple weeks, but we'll update the NHL's top five. For those of you who haven't been keeping much of an eye on the standings elsewhere around the NHL, admittedly, I haven't either. Uh, Let's just take a quick look. Who's the first team overall right now? Colorado Avalanche, 64 points. And then there's one, two, three, four, five teams tied at 60 points. Vegas, Carolina, Tampa, Washington, and Toronto. Uh, Colorado certainly seems like the team to beat right now. Far and away the best team in the NHL when it comes to points point percentage, and goal differential. And they're 9-1 in their last 10 games, although their starting goalie, Philip Grubauer, is out at the moment with uh, COVID-19. They did pick up Devin Dubnik at the uh, trade deadline. So yeah, our Bruins are in action tonight against the New York Islanders. They will then play Sunday afternoon against the Washington Capitals, a noon Eastern game on NBC, so two big ones. I said yesterday on the podcast that their playoff push begins now, and it was great to see the team step up in this game against the Islanders. Rask back, uh, Hall scoring, and again, once this team gets Carlo and Grizzlick back, um, I really am liking the look of the roster at the moment. Uh, Also this weekend, I'll be watching Falcon and Winter Soldier, the new episode of Mighty Ducks Game Changers. I'm almost done season five of Lost as well, hoping to to finish that off. Um, So lots to do during lockdown here in Ontario as we uh, have stay-at-home orders and things are looking pretty grim here with COVID-19. But, you know, we press on, try to make the best of it. Uh, I've had people message me saying they're going through rough times. Um, and I just, you know, encourage you to take care of yourself, take care of each other, do everything we can to get through these crazy times. And thankfully our Bruins are bringing some joy into our lives at the moment. And, uh, yeah, again, call me a fanboy, call me whatever, but I am very excited about this team and am very happy about the recent trades and looking forward to the next month hopefully two, hopefully three of Bruins action. So yeah, have a great uh, Friday, friends. We'll talk to you again on Monday to recap these two weekend games. And uh, yeah, please just take care of yourselves, take care of each other. I really appreciate the support and the community that we're building here at Locked on Bruins. And uh, yeah, again, just thanks so much for being here. Peace.